Welcome everybody to the first ever, or what we think is the first ever, St. George Anesthetics Podcast. My name is BJ, I'm one of the education fellows here at St. George, and next to me we have... Lawrence, I'm one of the anesthetic consultants. And what we're doing today is essentially a bit of pre-reading for you guys, but as we all know, no one really likes pre-reading, so rather than pre-reading, we have some pre-listening. So in this podcast, we're going to have Lawrence interviewing me about introducing some of the ideas for the workshop that we're going to be running, and hopefully getting you guys the juices in your brains flowing before we actually go to the workshop itself on the day. And I guess um, if you're listening now, then our plan has worked, BJ. Great. People are engaging. So come on, tell me um, why we're doing a workshop on feedback next week and what are we going to do? All right. So why? Well, it all comes back to a book that you, Lawrence, actually passed to me and suggested that I read. It's titled Thanks for the Feedback, The Science and Art of Receiving Feedback Well, written by Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen. Um, This book essentially explores a concept that I never really had thought deeply about on feedback. I think we all think we know what feedback is about, but when you really go deeper into it, there's a lot of pearls that can be extracted out and really applied to clinical practice. So the whole point of this podcast, or sort of this workshop even, is to try and get these ideas to the department so we all can be applying them and actually feedbacking to each other better. So uh, what are the main ideas from the book? There's a lot of really brilliant ideas in the book, but for the purpose of the workshop, we really wanted to distill it down to two main points that I, what we felt were most applicable to the department. The first idea is that feedback itself can be broken down to three components, appreciation, coaching, and evaluation. So uh, what's each of them? Well, appreciation is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It's a feedback that's designed to acknowledge, to motivate, or encourage the receiver. Um, so. Uh, I don't know, I think it sounds very American to me. Possibly. And I'm just wondering how you know that looks on a sort of daily basis. I certainly thank the people that I'm with, the anaesthetic nurse and mm-hmm. the registrar, for their efforts for the day. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing you're thinking about? To some degree, yeah, I think it is. But the book talks a bit more about how you give appreciation feedback well. And if this is generic, hey, thanks for today, see you tomorrow, see you later, bye. I don't think that actually carries much meaning. Really good appreciation feedback is um, feedback that is very specific. So, hey, thanks for helping me out today. I really appreciate you seeing all the pre-op reviews because we had such a busy turnover. I really was found it very helpful when you went and saw those patients for me. So thanks for that. Ah, so what you're saying is that if you're... Um if you make it more specific about something that happened, then the learner can use that to incorporate into their practice in the future. Not exactly. Uh, Appreciation is, this component of feedback is just about uh, acknowledging and many ways just thanking and appreciating the work done by somebody else. What you're describing there about here's some stuff on how you actually incorporate stuff into your future practice, here's some suggestions. That falls under the second category of feedback, which is coaching. And that's really about uh, trying to help the feedback receiver to expand their knowledge, to sharpen their skill, or to improve their capability in some way or another. We're probably most familiar with giving this type of feedback. Definitely. Not necessarily that we do it well, 
but the coaching element is probably where a lot of us would naturally sit. Definitely. And I think that's often what our assumption is, is feedback equals coaching. But as we'll see in a little bit, that isn't actually always the case. Um, so that brings us on to our third type of feedback, and that's evaluation. Now, evaluation is when feedback is designed to rate or to rank or somehow qualify or quantify the receiver. So something like if you're doing a WBA, you get a number saying what level of competency you are on a scale of one to nine. Or if you're applying for a job, it could simply be you getting the job versus someone else not getting the job. I remember as a registrar um, desperately seeking some idea about where I sat in the pack mm. and it was rarely given. Uh, what I mostly got was if you get no negative feedback, you're kind of in the pack. Exactly. And, and so that wasn't necessarily useful on a sort of day-to-day -day basis about how I was progressing. Definitely. And I think like this is one of the other sort of sub-ideas of the book that we're not going to explore in too much depth, but it's probably worth mentioning now you brought this up. Often when we are seeking evaluation, we look for it in the appreciation or in the coaching feedback that's given to us. So let's say, for example, you're an SRMO and you're working with a, a very prominent member of the NSEC department who happens to also be involved in the recruitment process. As the SRMO, you're really, as you were saying, Lawrence, wanting to get that feeling of where do you stand in the pack. Let's say you're doing your intubation and you struggle, the larynx is just so anterior, you can't quite get the tube in there. Your boss then steps in and says, hey, you know, let me give you some coaching. Even though they don't actually say that, they just offer the coaching. And they'll say, next time you hold the laryngoscope, hold it like this. Or next time you do it, position the patient in such a way to make your next intubation easier. Now, as the SRMO in the room, you're thinking, well, you're, not, you're hearing coaching, but what you're thinking is, evaluation oh geez I really stuff up the intubation maybe I'll never get a job here after all and suddenly the whole idea of the coaching that was intended to be given that ends up getting lost so we've got um, these three elements of feedback we've got appreciation coaching and evaluation and what I'm hearing from you is that what we want to try and do is match what we're delivering to what the learner needs exactly and I think where things can often go wrong is when that is not explicitly stated beforehand. We just assume we're looking for one type of feedback, but another one is given to us. Another classic example of someone doing a presentation on, say, a Tuesday morning meeting, or maybe not our meetings, we run ours a bit differently. But in most hospitals, you'd run a meeting, you get a feedback form that says, rate the presenter on a scale of 1 to 10, and that's evaluation. But most of us are looking for a bit of appreciation. Hey, thanks, I really appreciate how much work you put into that presentation, or even some coaching. I kind of wish I knew how to do that one bit better because I wasn't really sure how to get that idea across. In the law departments, that kind of appreciation, especially the coaching side, doesn't come out, and all you get is a straight evaluation, which is not really what the learner is looking for. Mm, okay, interesting. All right, so we've got the um, mismatch or the matching up of the different elements of feedback. What's the other um, uh, principle that we're going to explore in the workshop? Sure. So the second idea is about using a particular framework to structure how we actually deliver the feedback. Now, I think we can all recall times when feedback we've been given just seemed a little bit off or it's somehow not quite hitting the mark or not quite correct. Uh, a good example I heard from recently was a consultant, Anissa, saying that as an SRMO, this uh, 
anesthetist, who's now who back then was the SRMO, was sitting in the anesthetic theater, and the consultant said to them, "Hey, you really need to develop better situational awareness because see that blood pressure, it's really low." And the then trainee said he didn't really think that feedback was helpful because he knew that BP was low. He just didn't care. And really, that feedback of, hey, get better situational awareness was not quite hitting the mark because it failed to really capture where the training was at at that point in time. Ah, so the feedback should have been placed about what he thinks about blood pressure limits and mm. what he should set for that patient rather than the non-technical skill of noticing the changes on the monitor. Absolutely. Oh, right. And so the structure that this book suggests, which is funnily enough also a very Lawrence Boss structure of doing feedback. I don't is know what you might mean. <laughs> we can talk more about that later. But essentially the structure is data followed by interpretation followed by the advice that you want to give. So in this example of this uh, then SRMO and the blood pressure, the consultant could have said this is the data which is the blood pressure is 85 on 40. And then the interpretation side would be, I saw you were writing in the notes and I thought maybe you might have missed the fact that blood pressure was actually quite low. And then at that stage, start to offer in some advice on, you know, it's really important in anesthetics that we maintain situational awareness at all times, listening up for the beeps and monitors, looking at the blood pressure and the other parameters on the screen. Uh, so it kind of acts like a, a bit of a roadmap. And so the SRMO could say, well, Actually, I didn't. I did notice it, exactly. but I just didn't think it was a problem. Exactly. Rather than, oh yes, I will be more situationally aware in the future. Exactly. And then that stage, you really are capturing where the learner is at and able to engage much more effectively. Mm, okay, interesting. Okay, so we've got um, the types of, of feedback or the elements of feedback, and we've got a structure. So, what can we expect from the workshop? Well. From the workshop, now that we've got these ideas to you, the next thing we really want to do is try and give you guys an opportunity to practice and explore in more detail these ideas. So to prepare for it, what we would strongly, strongly recommend is for everybody to come into next Tuesday's meeting and just think of two examples of feedback that's been given to you. A good example where feedback really just felt on the mark, it really was timely, said in, in an effective way, and it really made a big impact on you, followed by a bad example. I'm sure those are probably going to be much easier to, to think of. And, and just to clarify, the good and the bad example of feedback might be either both positive feedback or both negative feedback or a mixture. Absolutely. It's rather the delivery yeah. in which it was given. Definitely. So from there, we're going to come together with our ideas, share a bit about our past experiences, and then through the workshop exercises, try and find ways to actually troubleshoot and improve upon how we give or receive feedback. That's one thing to know about the problems. The next thing is to think, well, how do we actually do that job better? Okay, well, look, that all sounds great, BJ. And uh, I'm, I don't know about you, but I am looking forward to that workshop. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> All right, thanks guys for tuning in. We'll see you all next Tuesday. Cue the corny music.